It's about your children's bedtime and anxiety starts to raise up because you know how bedtime went last night and the day before last night. From history, you've seen that your children just don't wind up for bed. Bedtime takes a long time. And now you're practicing a more respectful approach. You want to go away from yelling or, or even spanking. You want to have a relationship with your kids. And you're like, okay, there is going to be a better way for me to manage bedtime in a way that my children go to sleep at a decent time. And at the same time, we are still connected. We don't end up the night disconnected. If that is you, this podcast episode is for you because I'm going to share with you proven strategies and methods that us HIC parenting coaches work with our coaching clients to bring better sleep, a smoother bedtime routine with our kids. So buckle up that this episode is going to be full of very juicy things that are going to help you that tonight which is for many of you, Halloween night. If you are listening to this podcast episode on Halloween, you are going to have a good night of sleep. It's not going to be scary as it's been the last weeks or months. Okay, so let's go to the podcast episode. But before we go there, I want to introduce myself. If you're new to me, my name is Marcela Collier. I am the head coach of HIC Parenting Education Agency. We are committed to help parents like you break free from frustration, bring peace to their homes, and raise emotionally healthy children. If that is you and you're watching us from YouTube, I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel or to subscribe to our podcast. Okay, so let's talk about this gentle parenting proven strategies to make bedtime a lot easier with our kids. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. To create a more peaceful night of sleep with our kids to overcome those bedtime struggles, the gentle parenting way, we need to shift our focus from my goal is to get my children in bed and for them to fall asleep to creating the right environment that invites sleep. Because when it comes to getting sleepy and falling asleep, that's something that not even your children have control over. They don't have control over when their bodies feel ready to go to sleep. And we don't have control over that either. What we have control over is to creating that right environment for our children to wind down and fall asleep. And that was the story of one of our clients, Vanessa. She deal with bedtime struggles and she would try to repeat things gently, attend to the last minute requests at bedtime, and she felt that things were just dragging and going on and going on and nothing was solved until everybody was exhausted. 
she was kind of resentful as well because she wanted to have her own bedtime routine and things always ended up in yelling, sometimes spanking, and she didn't want that. So she came to HIC Parenting Education and she worked alongside us. And then she learned that the goal is not for her to get her kids to fall asleep, but creating this right environment for their children to be able to feel relaxed, to feel comfortable, soothed, so their bodies naturally invite sleep. So melatonin, which is the hormone of sleep, comes in and starts activating in their bodies. And one big thing that she found after working with us was that she plays a big part on creating that right environment. You could have dim lights, you could have all the right things when it comes to the physical environment. But if the emotional environment is not peaceful, is not calm, is not soothing, then there is no way our children are going to calm down. Bottom line, if we are not peaceful, if we are not soothing and calm, there is no way our children are going to calm down. So she was in this path, like is in this, she was trapped in the anxiety. She would try to be gentle and then to attend to the last minute requests, but from a place of anxiety and expecting the worst. So once we started working on her getting a hold of and understanding how to help her nervous system calm down as well. So when bedtime comes, instead of her seeing it as a, something that she dreads, something that she like, oh man, this is going to happen again. It's going to be the end of the world again. Then her nervous system is calm, soothing and prepared and ready, ready to help her kids calm down. We did that in the Parenting with Understanding coaching program, and she was able to manage. Right now, she's able to manage her own anxiety and work on herself. So when bedtime comes, she's not with a level of anxiety, but she's assertive. She is calm, and more importantly, she knows the plan to help her children wind down and fall asleep on their terms, meaning when their body's ready and when their body's ready is always a lot faster than when we try to make it happen and push it and control it. Now she says, we asked her on our private community how things are going and then she says, it was a happy ending of the night without yelling and spanking. Yes, and I'm saying this to say that She's a mom who, like you, was dealing with bedtime struggles. And if it was possible for her, I know it can be possible for you with the right guidance, with the right plan, with an individualized plan that tailors to your needs, to the way that you engage with yourself and how you face bedtime and how our children are perceiving you. And all this was a tailored plan that we created for her in the Parenting with Understanding program. So I have an invitation for you. 
if you want to have this tailor plan, like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have something that is the right fit for my family. I encourage you to book a parent assessment call. This is a one-on-one call with myself, Marcela, or one of my HIC parenting advisors. And over there, you're going to get three things. Number one, we're going to go down to the root of what's going on in your family and the root of your struggles, bedtime, and other areas of your parenting so you get crystal clear on what's happening. Now, what you think is happening, what's really happening underneath the behaviors, underneath the things that you're seeing. Number two, we are going to provide you with that tailored, personalized step-by-step for you to bring more peace to your parenting experience, to your bedtime. And number three, we are going to show you how our parenting coaching services could support you get there a lot faster and easier. So if you're interested, just open the description of this podcast episode and the calendar is there. Book the call. There are some questions that we ask you after you book the call to get to know you a little bit more and prepare better for the call. Answer those questions and then we will see you on the call. If you are watching us from YouTube, you can open the description of the YouTube episode as well and it's there. So having the right environment is key. Number two is about deciphering what the behaviors really mean. What do you mean by this, Marcela? According to research, every single behavior communicates a need. Your child's last minute requests, I need more water. I need to go potty again. And they already have water. They already went potty. You know it's not that. You are right. It's not that. They are communicating a need. And those demands, those requests are not a need. They're just their demands and their requests. So needs are actually things our children's nervous system need to feel safe, connected, and nurtured. A lot of the times, one big need that we see at bedtime is the need for connection. So they actually leave separation anxiety at bedtime. Separation anxiety. So what happens when we focus on the behavior? Okay, let me bring you one more sip of water. Or we, we are like, no, you really took, you already drank a little bit. You already drank water. Go to sleep. When we focus on the surface level thing, which is the behavior, we're always going to get the behavior. When we focus on the needs, and this is our parenting with understanding approach in HIC parenting, we are addressing things from the root. So when you come to us as a client, when you tell us the behaviors, our job is to help you unveil the needs. And from there, how to meet the need so your children don't need the behavior to communicate the need. So that takes me to number three. If the need is that they're having separation anxiety because they need that connection, instead of focusing on the separation, which is what many parents do, stay in bed, don't get up. I dare you to to leave your room. All geared towards how I'm going to keep this child in bed. But from the child's perspective, they see it as, this is what my parents are doing to keep me away from them. 
So we don't focus on the separation if they're looking for connection. We focus on the connection. And this may sound counterintuitive when we actually want the separation, we want to go to our own bed and have a peaceful night of sleep on our own, <laughs> but your child keeps calling you. So this is not about staying in bed with them. If that's not what your plan is, if that's what your plan is, go ahead. We don't have anything against the bed sharing, but if that's not your plan, it's not about giving in. It's about looking for ways to meet that need for connection, even through the separation. So how would that look like? That might look like for them to see how you're going to stay connected. Instead of, don't get up, don't leave your bedroom, stay here, to say, mommy's available. Even after bedtime, mommy and daddy are available. And you might say, like, what? That, would that just not give them permission to leave the bedroom anytime they want? The answer is yes. But this is why it is counterintuitive, but so effective. When you give your children that permission to have autonomy and to look for you, they're going to exercise that autonomy less and look for you less because they know they have the option. And that happens, happens with human behavior in general. When we know we have the option, we do it less. That's why people go swimming less when they have an actual pool in their house than when they don't. When they don't, they look for the pool to go swimming. When they have a pool in their house, many times you don't even remember the last time you swam. I'm not talking the last time you dip your toes on the pool, the last time that you actually swam. You don't remember because you have the option. And it's the same thing at bedtime. Children have the option to look for you, to meet that need for connection. Then that anxiety of the separation is not going to be there because they know they can access you. And I did that with my twins. With my twins, when we moved new to this house, I know that they were having bedtime anxiety just because it was a new bedroom, a new environment. And then I said, Santi and Miguel, I mean, this is your bedroom. Our mommy and daddy are going to sleep in their bedroom. Nevertheless, you can come to us anytime. And this is what happened. The first two days, they were like, okay, let me go there every two hours. Because again, they were nervous about the environment. But they settled down. Because they got used to the environment. And number two, they knew that we were there. And they had the option to go there they knew it was not off the table, so they relaxed about it. If we would have been like, no, like this is your bedroom, you have to stay here and don't, I dare you to get up and go and look for me. That transition would have been a lot longer and painful for both of us, for them and for us. So focus on the connection instead of the separation if the need is separation anxiety. And last one is setting up the stage for success. Bedtime doesn't start at bedtime. The same way a school morning doesn't start when you wake up in the morning. When do you start the school morning activities? The day before, at night. When do you start bedtime? Way before bedtime. 
we've had clients who come to us, but time is just a struggle. We've been doing everything that you told us to do. And then we look beneath and yes, they've been doing everything except for setting up the stage before bedtime. So their kids come to bed already very hyper loaded with blue light stimulation from screens and research has found that blue light from screens actually lessens the production of melatonin or they start bedtime so so late that their kids are hyper and a hyper overtired child does not fall asleep they just keep tantruming or being hyper like they an overtired child is not a slow child they're hyper and it's hard to wind them down so setting that the stage is huge and it's important Marcela, this is gold. Where do I get all this? I feel like I couldn't even take notes. Go to our show notes, hicparenting.com. The show notes are there with all the steps for you to have a great night of sleep today in Halloween night. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, here on YouTube, on TikTok, at Heimpath Club. And remember that it only takes understanding of yourself and of your children's needs to transform your parenting. I'll see you next time.